Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to Manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout. Enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. Slacker podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. And today we are joined by our esteemed guest, Brandon Crane. Oh, esteemed. This is good. This <laughs> is a the great start, guys. Yeah. Well, you, you got a little weight with your name. I don't know if you know this or not. Oh, with the name. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's funny too, people. He's a funny guy. No, 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 no. No one's ever said that. But um, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, no. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, would you mind telling our audience a little bit of your background, uh, what you're about? Yes, uh, I'm a Pisces. And, <laughs> so he likes uh, water. <laughs> I love water. Water's great. Um, I prefer to fly over it than swim in it. There you go. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I've been acting for almost 40 years, and I'm probably best remembered um, as the fifth wheel on the wagon at Doug Porter in the Wonder Years for, for a while, and uh, as Ben handsome in Stephen King's it the miniseries which is coming up on its 30th anniversary next year and I am terrified <laughs> <laughs> of uh, Pennywise or or the passage of time <laughs> dying <laughs> dying <laughs> dying of old age um, yeah. well being you got a while man being classic oh. in my early 40s <laughs> that's uh that's a good one I wasn't, wasn't ready for <laughs> well, that well, you started yeah, really, really young. So, I mean, 
I did. It, I did. As yeah. as time goes, like you know, the stuff you did when you were what, like four months, like oh, four <laughs> years. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, four you started years? four years. I was yeah. four years old. Yeah, I was. I was. I was young, and I I needed the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool toys coming out at that time, right? Yeah, there's so many cool toys coming out. I mean, um, <laughs> God, I'm trying to even remember. Of course, you know, Star Wars was in you know full effect. Mm-hmm. So those toys weren't cheap. <laughs> they didn't even have you know. I, I remember, I remember the Millennium Falcon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I was just at this convention, right? And there was a guy who had a, a Millennium Falcon, and it was yellow and brown, all the colors of aged plastic, right? Probably. <laughs> Like smoked in house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 oh yeah. I mean, so some of the bits were yellow, some of them were brown. You know, it smelled like nicotine, and I thought, wow, you're selling that for five hundred dollars. Some the worst if part, had, somebody's going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, if I had kept, it's a patina, right? Right, it's a mm-hmm. nicotine patina. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if I if I had had half of my toys, I I would just comfortably retire now. There you go. <laughs> Well, yeah, so how, I was four. I was, yeah, was going to say, how, how did you get into it at such a young age? My grandfather was an actor um, turned radio personality in Los Angeles. Um, his name was Fred Crane and he was in Gone with the Wind. So um, yeah, he actually spoke the first words in Gone with the Wind and he was, um, he played the brother. Uh, he was the twins, right? His brother was also George Reeves who would later go on to be Superman in the fifties. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, so it's kind of a legacy deal, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, even had silent, silent era. Um, in fact, his, his aunt was Leatrice Joy, who made the Bob famous back in the twenties. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. It's like Cecil B. DeMille's muse. Um, so uh, yeah, we go way back. We it go runs way back. deep we, in the family. Back. It runs deep. We skip yeah. a couple of generations here and there, but so I, long story short, I was at a party um, at one of my grandfather's parties mm-hmm. Um and there was a lady there who thought that I would be really like cute on TV. Um, and so she set up an audition and it was for a peanut butter, uh, a Skippy peanut butter commercial. And I ended up getting that. And, um, and I, yeah, I wouldn't stop for a very long time. Wow. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, I was actually watching uh, just before you, you came on the call here. Um, one of the episodes of the wonder years odd man out. I think it was with oh, yeah. the where works. Showing, showing you playing Monopoly and stuff, and uh, oh, yeah. what's a Fred Fred Savage? He, he was yeah. giving, he was kind of describing you in a little bit of a mean way, <laughs> telling you blander than b- buttered toast or something like that. Your uh, character. Well, it wasn't my wife's toast. That's yeah, the problem. <laughs> that's key. We'll, That's yeah, we'll bring totally. up the bread. Oh, we're sure. going to get back to that. Dude, bread I'm good sure. at this. Believe me. <laughs> I'm good at this. Um, I just wish we had like a website already. But anyway, long story short. Um, yeah, that was a good episode. I really enjoyed that one. In fact, yeah. here's some trivia. That was the episode that made my character stick on the show. I had to really? audition three times. Um, and first I was Doug Baker in a one-off episode um, mm. where Kevin has to learn to play piano. Um, and then I got another audition um, a couple weeks later to be a student council person. Um, again, I was like the utility fat kid because this character's, he was, he sat on the student council and his biggest priority wasn't the potential walkout over the Vietnam war. It was because the vending machines weren't stocked to full capacity. I mean, (laughs) the the real issues. Yeah. 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 Getting down to the knit and grit. So yeah. So then they, then they asked to see me again and I was like, what is this? Like, 
can I just stay? Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, Todd Langan, who wrote that episode, Odd Man Out, um, he wrote something that was cool and, uh, and it would stick, which was, which was good. I just, man, I got tired of auditioning. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd imagine that's probably a <laughs> process. <clears throat> I brought home some con- convention crud. I'm sorry. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, sorry, we, got, we got this digital barrier. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, yeah. We're there's, safe. Not, there's not enough Purell to save you from. from oh, dude, convention hands. Oh, yeah. All but upon you. Dude. Oh, yeah. We yeah. You want to uh, talk a little bit about your convention? Uh, you were just overseas for it, huh? Yeah, we just did one. It was called For the Love of Horror. And um, and they this was their second show. They did one last year, and it was just tremendous and mm. so this one no exception like mm-hmm. no exception this was probably <laughs> the greatest show um like specific to the horror genre that i think we'll ever see and, and no disrespect to shows in the future right but these guys they went all out it was a Set huge lost boys, yeah huge lost boys reunion oh wow um, i mean they had keeper sutherland there Damn. billy worth um jason patrick they had shawnee smith um I mean, if they really went all out and they had, yeah. before you even go into the venue, they had recreated the Santa Carla sort of, you know, Santa Cruz boardwalk hmm. complete with, uh, you know, carnival rides, a, a carousel. And then inside, I mean, they built for all the photo ops, they built um, sets mm-hmm. for each, mm-hmm. you know, type of photo op. Damn. Uh, so they did one, you know, with the saw chair for saw. For, for I saw saw that one. That was wild. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was unbelievable. Wow. And where was this one? This was in Manchester. Okay. Manchester, UK. Um, and we, I mean, we we did the London Film and Comic Con in March, and that was a huge show. I mean, there were you know forty thousand people there. Um, but you know, it was broad, mm-hmm. and it was. It's one of those that's just too big. And I saw you were also in Germany. Yeah, yeah. We did Germany the following month. It was kind of a sister show to London Film and Comic Con. Weekend of Hell. That was really cool, too. Um, and that, that was with the whole bunch. Uh, I was peeping your YouTube videos um, where, where yeah. you were going on panels with, with the, whole, yeah. the whole group. from. Yeah, uh, and, the, and this time, yeah, this time was, was, was amazing because we had Jared Blankard, too, who was Henry Bowers, the, the bully. So there were six of us. And... Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of a feat in and of itself. So getting us all together is, you know, it's not easy. I was going to say, everyone's probably at different points in their lives now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it must be hard to kind of get together. It is. Yeah. It is. But, um, but we love getting together. I mean, we, the, I saw Marlon for the first time in 27 years, uh, who played Mike Hanlon mm-hmm. um, at our first convention in Atlanta last year, February. And when I saw him in the lobby, you know, we connected immediately. And, and so as we started adding more losers into the fold, we realized, man, we really forged a, a bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. I could imagine, so, man. I mean, they are easily, um, you know, apart from my immediate family, my, my favorite humans. No, well, I mean, it's, it's almost like, uh, like in, in the military or something. Like, Exa- you yeah. only know what you've been through. Like, dude, yeah. Such exactly. a big act, like so young. I mean, I can yeah. only imagine the pressures every one of you were feeling and oh, to just yeah. be overwhelmed all together like that and have that in common for the rest of your life. I mean, phew. yeah. And I think we, we carried each other. Yeah. I mean, there were some of us that were, you know, more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There were some of us who were more like experienced. I mean, Jonathan Brandis had 
carried a feature by himself already. You know, yeah. Seth Green was really just starting to move. Um, you know, so as, as, as a kind of neophyte, even though I was doing television, I'd, I'd only done funny stuff. I'd never done um, anything with any drama. Uh, right. So I was, I was terrified and, and I was, I think, really lucky to kind of have those awesome crutches to, to lean on. Yeah. Mm. The process of uh, doing that as as like a younger kid is that was that like doing so because I mean I guess it's a it's a mini series but it seems closer to like a feature than like the say the Wonder Years where that was an episodic type of thing were they yeah. similar in process or was it a completely different ball game? Well, we shot Wonder Years to film, so I mean that convention in and of itself was was very film like. Okay, um, it was I think the closest I'd ever known to what a feature film is like. Okay. Um, so shooting it was definitely a, a step up. I mean, there were a lot more people hanging around, uh, a lot more gear, a lot more equipment. I mean, you had cranes and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the scope was, was a lot bigger. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was shot just like a feature. Damn. Yeah. It'd be pretty so, intimidating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It was, a, it was a big machine. It was a big machine. Yeah, we're working with legendary actors on top of that too. Like as a kid, I'm sure that's like your influences at, at a point like wow, right in front of you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, it, it was I'm not often starstruck. Um, but to get to meet John Ritter uh yeah, was great. To get to chat with him and and Yeah, that's crazy cuz he was playing the older version of your character. Right. So it's like you're you're, right. you're basically John Ritter. I mean, Right, exactly. <laughs> and and the, the funny bit, though, is they had, you know, the lineups, they had the pairs in the makeup room yeah. um, or in the makeup trailer. And, you know, you could really see some great resemblances, right? Except yeah. when you get to us. So, <laughs> I mean, we didn't look anything alike. So uh, Tommy Lee Wallace had us get together uh, and, and kind of put our heads together, but really follow John's lead because he'd done this before um, and, and come up with some things that we could do together that would help, you know, bridge the gap. Like yeah. mannerisms or like exactly. things like that? Mannerisms, some speech, but mostly fingernail biting, which um, I hadn't, I haven't stopped. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I, I struggle with that myself. As yeah. Well. Me too. So, yeah. So I have, I have John, John Ritter's legacy on my fingertips. Oh man. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, yeah. It's kind of an unfair exchange. I, I said this recently, you know, he taught me how to act in a way. I mean, he taught me some pretty important lessons and, uh, and I taught him how to play Tetris. Not, <laughs> not a fair exchange by any means, but, um, you know, I'm thankful. I'm totally thankful. Yeah. And I, I, I had seen something, um, about you teaching acting as well now, uh, something about a, a school or that, that you're running. No, I had, um, I, I actually recently resigned, but I, oh, I was okay. running um, a musical theater company and oh, wow. that, was my, okay. that was my, my passion. Um, yeah. it, it's just immensely difficult to get funding. Um, mm. and it's, it's carrying on just fine without me, but I, I just, mm. I have other fish to fry, right? Yeah, now. definitely. You got all that bread now. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I, I, I have more buns to bake. If you will. Um, but yeah, it, and, and I guess the the reason I had brought that up was just the idea that you know you were taught and you some of that I'm sure carried on to some of the people you were working with. Yeah, a hundred percent. Definitely wanted to to pay it forward. Yeah, um, exactly. 
and I, I mean, there was quite a bit of investment put in me, um, even after I stopped doing television for a while. You know, I learned so much even in school afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, I actually wanted to be something else, um, but I, I got sucked into theater somehow. Um, but the what lessons were, that I learned you there, gonna I go for. Um, I, anything else? Honestly, <laughs> uh, really. I mean, yeah. I was. Mm -hmm. I think I was realistic enough to know that my. I think I might have done my bit, right? Yeah. The industry yeah. was starting to change. The way that casting happens was starting to change. It was all going digital, and it was all becoming very impersonal. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there were a lot of roles that I know I got that I I wasn't fit for on the breakdown, but but they saw me anyway, and I did something that um, maybe they hadn't thought about. And they, they gave me the, like, I would get the role. The odds of you being able to do that now are slim to none. <laughs> mm, yeah. they, they really are. I mean, a, a casting agent opens up an email with submitted thumbnails and casting agent goes, yes, 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 yes. Damn. Those are the people I want to see. It isn't about, you know, a, a blind date, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to pay it forward a little yeah. bit, and um, and so I, I think I helped make some art, mm -hmm. um, but I'm I think I can put that behind me now and focus on. Would it. you Would you still take roles if some were offered? Well, I mean, you did recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm totally game to do that again. In fact, yeah. um, I'm going to be doing something. It's not formally announced yet, but I'm I'm going to be working on a project in in January. Oh, cool. Um, it's going to be a good project. Same horror genre, um, okay. fantasy slash horror. Okay, it'll cool. Shoot, it'll shoot in January, so I'm I'm excited about that. I feel like um, I'm in a place now where I can go back mm -hmm. and, um, and and go after it now that I'm, I'm stable and and I know my my two daughters they can fend for themselves now. Mm -hmm. Seven mm. and thirteen, they don't need me anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> give them a knife and a water bottle and kick yeah, them out. Yeah, out there, they have opposable thumbs. I give them a bottle opener and a couple of frozen bags of peas, and I can do send them a little bag. Boom, go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel yeah. like you should be doing some open mic with uh, with these bits. Dude, you ever, yeah, I was gonna say, you ever thought about that? Doing a little little work in the stand up? Absolutely not, because like <laughs> I said before, nobody thinks I'm funny. But that's, that's good. Well, you got two two nobodies. Got, right? I don't know, dude. Two nobodies seems like somebody. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I I have a problem. I I it's in my it's the way I communicate usually. Mm -hmm. I'm very dry, and um and sometimes it it's lost on people. So that doesn't help me muster the strength to want to go after uh, comedy or stand up. Okay, that, yeah, that's there the worst is. silence you can ever hear. Is yeah. after after the yeah. after the bit and it's just nothing. Yeah. And it's not like I'm trying, I'm not really trying to be funny. It's just the way I get down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I can see who I'm talking to, who I'm dealing with. It's almost like sizing someone up. Mm -hmm. you know, do you get me or do you not? Okay, cool. Yeah. Now I know how to operate with you. Uh, <laughs> you're not fun at parties. But okay. It's, I won't joke with you anymore because you're just yeah. Yeah. not getting it. Yeah, just keep it A and B. Oh, uh, but before we move away from the, the it stuff, um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, you seem to have a special connection with Chuck Taylors. I do. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? I have never 
here's the double negative, right? I have never not owned uh, Chuck Taylors since. Because a lot of the work that I did, um, like Wonder Years to It, they were all very, you know, period, you know, 50s, 60s, and, you know, Chucks were all the rage. And I've, I, I've always had Chucks since. <laughs> and I, I love them. They're the yeah. best shoes ever. They go with everything. They do go with everything. Yeah. You want to class yeah. it up? Change your laces. You want to, you know, yeah, they're the best. Plus, throw them in the washing machine. They're fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. The only time that they haven't worked out for me is in New York winters. Oh, <laughs> true. You slide and die. And in insulation wise. Yeah, Waffle Grip does nothing for you in the elements. <laughs> I, I really like the Jack Purcells too. Those okay. are cool. Um, but those are even worse in the wet because there is no tread there it's literally just flat rubber yeah it's like ice skating but <laughs> last friday um the weather looked good right so we thought we'd, we'd set out around town and i um i wore my chucks and um after lunch it just dumped on us and i found a defect in my chucks because my feet were getting squishy uh -oh. So, like, where the outer trim, whatever you call that is, there's, a, yeah. there's an open seam and just enough to let water in. Oh, oh it's miserable. Oh. So I sat in the hotel room for about an hour with a blow dryer trying to... Oh. Dry and, then, and then the entire hotel room just smells like uh, a wet, wet shoe. shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, right. it was good. I was totally self-conscious, too, for the rest of the weekend because we hadn't even started the show. And those oh, are the only man. shoes I brought. Yeah. Oh, no. Excellent. Yeah, good job. So I'm thinking, if you smell something, it's you. It's not me. I promise. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, how how long were you uh, traveling for? Then was it like a two week type of thing? Or I were... wish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, these shows it's turn and burn. Really. Um, really. Came in Thursday morning uh, because we had press to do Friday. Um. So we had an, enough time to kind of see the sights and, and walk around. We almost went over to Liverpool um, on Friday, but by the time we got there, we'd have to turn around and mm. we're not like that diehard. Yeah. Um, so we do the show on the weekend and then um, some Monday morning, the following Monday morning, it's, it's up early and, and to the airport. And that's pretty much how these go for us when we go overseas. Wow. And if we do them in the States, you know, I'll come the day before, um, do the show. Mm -hmm. And then after the show Sunday, I'm on a plane back home. Wow. Yeah. So these aren't, these aren't luxurious vacations. Yeah. They, they might be for someone like Kane Hodder or, you know, someone who's like a serial conventionist. <laughs> there's um, a lot of them. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's quite a few of those. And I, I think they, I think that's their gig. Like that's you're living on the road at that point. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what they do. So I think they they can luxuriate a bit more. But um, yeah, I've got a family back home. Um, I've got work. I, you know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. I have my responsibilities. I can't just uh, can't milk it. Yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of milk, what you've I've heard about your day job. A this little should bit. be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my segue, man. Speaking <laughs> of milk, <laughs> okay. Oh my! I'm the, I'm the king of, of segways, man. Uh, no, you uh, you work in the agricultural business now, huh? Yes, in a way. Um, in a way, in a way. I, I work for a company that does uh, commodities trading, so specifically dairy feed. Mm -hmm. um, which there's is cool. the milk connection. I wasn't out of there, nowhere. Yeah, there's the milk connection. I 
just wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm just so happy a guest called him on the Segway. No, That's well, hilarious. well done. That Not many good. do, but I get away no. with a lot. No, you did fine. Um, yeah, no, we we sell uh, dairy feed um, by the truckload. Yeah, so, you know, we'll uh, we'll deliver a hundred truckloads or so a day, um, and all kinds of fun ingredients. <laughs> I uh, surprised when they feed these animals to get the milk that they get out of them. Oh man! Um, and are we getting industry secrets right now? No, 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 <laughs> no. Because I think people still like to drink milk. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you said. It's it, the milk's been getting a little bit of a hit with the uh, the whole almond juices and nut milks, milks oh, for with sure. oats, for sure. And and ironically enough, by conservationists, really, um, that's yeah. my favorite. Is it, it takes about a gallon of milk per nut to uh, to to bloom, and then you're washing that with water. So it's mm. it's interesting. Save yeah. our water, they say, but please drink almond milk. <laughs> seems uh, seems slightly counterintuitive there. I was. Uh, it looks good on paper. <laughs> then you don't have to think too much about it. Um, I, I was living in the Central Valley for a little bit. Um, well, working working near uh, Salinas. Um, Salinas. Yeah, a little a little bit north uh, in California here, and it's it, from, coming from New York. It kind of blew me away in terms of like the scale of agriculture yeah. in California. Yeah. I mean, it is the nation's breadbasket. I think, I think it, was, it was pointed out not too long ago that, you know, all of the massive corn farms in, uh, you know, the Midwest, you know, that entire plain, obviously much larger than, than, uh, than the Central Valley. Most of that corn is actually used to feed cattle. Okay. So most of the food that we consume in the States actually comes from, you know, either smaller artisan outfits, you know, like even upstate New York. Um, but by and large, it, it comes from the California Valley. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Uh, if, if anyone's ever out here, get away from the oh, cities dude. for a little bit and actually go see that drive on like, uh, probably one one or five going. Yeah. North. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, you it's, won't it's see insane. anything. You'll see. <laughs> no, seriously. There's not a yeah. feature to be found, you yeah. know, there's billboards and things, but um, if you ever like Google map, like you can see, you can see dairies. I mean, mm-hmm. all over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're unmistakable. They all look the same from the sky, but you know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're everywhere. Everywhere. We need that milk, man. We need that. Yeah, milk. We do. Get strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you dig that area though? Cause uh, you grew up closer to like LA, right? I did. Um, so, I mean, Fresno, that's like a little bit outside of there. Um, it is. comparison wise, what are you, what are you thinking? You like one over the other? My favorite part of being on the wonder years was, um, uh, yeah, no, it, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's good. I think he's under duress. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good place to raise a family. Um, true. There's, you know, you're, Look, when you grow up in a city, you're, you are completely surrounded by art and culture and um, uh, it's overload, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you live in the middle of a city, you're within walking distance of just about anything. You can, mm-hmm. you, there's museums, there's things that open your eyes to the rest of the world. And um, you know, when, you're, when you're raised 
around that. Um, and you, you step into something more suburban something, and then, and then something a little more rural. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a hole, right? There is still a hole <laughs> yeah. um, that, that I feel needs filling, which is also why I went to do that theater thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is because I felt like, okay, well, if it's not here, um, maybe I can help create some. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, getting to a city is usually a top priority. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've been wanting to go. That was my thing when I came out to California originally was like, Oh, go to LA immediately. And I found myself a job in Northern California and right. still like to get down to LA, but it's, it's, di- right. it's difficult. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's all, um, to be honest, homogenous. True. I mean, uh, tract housing and, you know, uh, urban retreat, you know, there's, the only reason you go downtown isn't to see an amazing show or to go to a museum. It's because you have jury duty. <laughs> Other than that, That's... Or, you, or you're being sued, right? Um, <laughs> that, there's no reason to go downtown. I think, <laughs> I think that, that sprawl is, 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 is pretty prevalent, especially mm-hmm. in California. Um, I mean, I know- it seems like everything's pretty connected by the, the highways in turn. Like you might be in a smaller town, but then hop on a highway and, you know, in 30 minutes you're somewhere that has. Yeah. I mean, and where we are isn't, isn't bad. I mean, I'm, we're 45 minutes away from Yosemite. Um, you know, there's uh, a lake mm-hmm. 40 minutes in the other direction. And if I want to go to LA, it's a couple hours in the car. If I want to go to San Francisco, it's a couple hours in the car. It's, it's really not. It's almost ideal. Cause then like, yeah, you can, you have options and, and you can still yeah. pull away from the, the madness. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great way to spin it. Yeah. yeah. Spin, <laughs> spin right. King over here. Well, let's spin this back to uh, what else you're up to. And uh, let's get to that bread, man. Now yeah. Yeah. you're becoming an entrepreneur with your wife in the bread industry. I'm actually just the guy who's the taste tester. Ah, hey, that's a, that's an equal part, dude. You could die from testing. You don't know, right? I'm I'm, I'm giving my life for this uh, <laughs> for science <laughs> for science. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, she's thank you. But, um, yeah, no, we've we've actually we've we're we've we've done the entrepreneurial thing before. Um, you know, we have um, we still have mm-hmm. um, a digital media company that we do. Um, We've done work for companies like SanDisk and, and um, oh wow mm, yeah okay we, talking like graphic arts or, or video yeah, like editing type Cisco, stuff stuff like that so you know cool. mostly mostly web stuff a lot of internet web things you know employee portals and things like mm. that um, my wife's the designer it was, it was really oh. funny actually when we started um, one of our first clients we were really just doing a logo for mm-hmm. um, and it was just as we were getting things off the ground and he said by the way can you guys do us a website. <laughs> and I'm on the call and I peek my head around the corner and I go to Google and I'm like, how to <laughs> build a website? What do I get? Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> hey, we got it. Yeah. And then, you know, it ended up being a, a, a very large part of our, um, of our business. So yeah, I mm. taught myself to code and, um, but we're kind of stepping away from that. I think, um, because of all of these systems that are out there now, you've got your Wixes, your Squarespaces. Mm-hmm. You really don't need, um, for the average business, you really don't need someone like us anymore. Mm-hmm. Really. They, um, we are part of that problem. We did. We do have a, a, a Squarespace for our, <laughs> yeah. for our podcast. No, but it, 
but it makes perfect sense. And you've got other stuff to worry about. I mean, it, 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 it's a good thing. I don't, I don't begrudge their existence. I mean, I, um, I did a trial run on um, Shopify, right. With a website mm-hmm. because I wanted to just kind of put everything together. There's the merch, there's the, um, you know, the blog and then, you know, the calendar, things like that. And um, it made a lot of sense. It was easy. I had it up in five minutes. Yeah. 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 A lot of that stuff is getting way more user-friendly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. And, um, you know, in the beginning you had sort of a legacy look, you know, before we came into play when things started needing to become responsive, mm-hmm. you know, once the, the, I wish I had my glasses, I'd push them right up here. <laughs> um, you know, things started to change. Mobile use started to become the, the predominant web browsing tool. So mm-hmm. um, it was important that things were responsive. Uh, you know, so I mean, I built my own framework. Um, yeah, I really geeked out on that, actually. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny how you, how you can kind of go down those rabbit holes, especially with technology, where it's like, yeah. oh, I can just like learn how to essentially build a rocket to get myself to the moon on YouTube if I really want to. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you really could. And it was important. I think we were doing our, our very best because how how you went about creating something responsive it wasn't there wasn't a perfect science mm-hmm. and that was our thing like we figured it out um but now we don't we you know we don't really need now to do that. Big, bigger and better things bigger and better things yeah nice. no. <laughs> i like that so yeah no so, name, we can take that one too yeah no, <laughs> we will do that <laughs> in perspective of like it's it's interesting getting out of the other business because of, you know, the lack of like the need for it, you're yeah. coming into a business that now it's the opposite. Mainstream stuff is becoming minimal and people want, you know, that artisan when it comes yeah. to food, they want that like homemade, you know, quality ingredient type deal where like and love was put into that, what they're eating. Yeah. But you know, this is one of those things where you can taste the love, you can taste the effort. Yeah. Um, and it isn't, it isn't as much about people who really want to know where their food comes from. I know that's definitely happening. Mm. Um, but at the same time too, if you're, um, significantly healthier as well. It is. Yeah. See, my wife gave me the, the talking yep. points now, uh, yep. she's mm-hmm. right. When you eat that kind of food, um, it, it is, it is better for you. It's not, oh, oh yeah. she's talking about milling her own flour and, wow. oh wow. I mean, going full at it. I mean, pretty soon. Okay. When I take the, the, the photos of her, growing out back pretty soon. Like, <laughs> no, like. I totally. I want to put one of those cool, you know, hipster beards on her. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> flannel with some suspenders and flannel, and I, I want to shoot. You know, I want to shoot 120p. You know, I want to. I want to shoot her slow mo. You know, I see the commercial in my head right now. You're describing yeah. it. You know. Oh my god. So, um, but, but seriously, like, if you ever watch like any any Peter McKinnon videos. Um, you know, Peter McKinnon is, he's a, uh, you know, YouTuber, he's a creator and he, you know, he's, he'll go to any lengths whatsoever to glamorize making coffee in the most absurd <laughs> way. Put the pot in the machine and push it go. <laughs> but he's got a point. Mm-hmm. Like there are almost no lengths that you can go to, to create a top quality product. It's very true. It's, it's risible as it, as it seems for him to do what he's doing. Like, I see it, especially with, with Amy's bread. Mm-hmm. Super good. Mm. And it's healthy. It's good for you. Is there going to be a point where uh, you guys have a website up and like people, if I wanted, I could order some of this up to San Francisco here? Uh, 
in about five minutes. Let me <laughs> let me get a Squarespace and set one up. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we are. We're she's actually in the in the big experimentation process right now. Um, cool. So she's trying one. to figure out. Yeah, she's <laughs> I mean, she's making some amazing things. Actually, you should get that. You should get that loaf. I'll get it. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Okay. Yeah. So she does, I mean, she's tried to master things like, you know, the perfect laminate for um, making, um, oh, yes, for making <laughs> croissants. I mean, she's really, oh, wow. like, she dove headfirst into this. But this is... Any professional training oh, at all? Or dude, look at that. Kind of te- yeah. te- teaching your own? Wow. That looks I'm, like I'm an artist. Yeah, this she, is what you do. She, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she, she is an artist. Um, but look at the ear on this, right? Yeah, I mean, this is... Dude. Cocoa so it's yeah, it's cocoa espresso sourdough. Wow. Oh, okay, man. that's what gives it that that darker kind of tint. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you know, they say color is flavor. Um, and this is chock full of it. I mean, this is the kind of stuff she's doing. So she's experimenting right now, trying to figure out, you know, what what she can do. And then right. we're, you know, we'll have to work out how we can do this on mass because right now, we're literally just doing it in our, you know, oven at home. But and hey, that's, that's not- how that's how it starts, though. Yeah, dude, how it starts. How it starts. It's not yeah. sustainable. So, um, yeah, happy to keep you guys abreast of that. Um, and totally, it, it travels well. We'll ship you out some. Nice, dude, oh, yeah. definitely. Looking yeah. forward. She did to one. It. She did one that was, you know, like apple and sage, and mm-hmm. I mean, just, oh man, that's cool. I mean, you mentioned a bunch of sourdoughs. Is it mainly sourdough? Mostly sourdough. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So you know, every night, you know, instead of. Right. It's naturally leavened. So um, everything she does has a foundation with sourdough, a sourdough foundation. Okay, cool. So, I mean, it's it's super healthy. But, you know, instead of, you know, putting the kids to bed, well, not instead of. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Um, <laughs> we go make bread. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll put the kids to bed, but it's like, you know, we'll feed the dogs and then we'll feed the starter. You know, every night, mm-hmm. keeping this thing alive. And it's it's been alive for a good half a year now so oh wow it's developed and that's just the culture essentially that you take yeah. to make another loaf right cool mm-hmm. right. I, I did a little bit of like uh brewing um, oh yeah same kind of deal. years ago so yeah I, I have a mild idea of what you're talking about with the bread same yeah same kind of thing absolutely yep. it's dude it's amazing it's really cool yeah uh, and she's definitely an artist um her um her instagram right now is amy davis crane Okay. Um, and that's, I mean, she's got some, some photos on there. She's a, a fledgling uh, Instagrammer. Nice. With, uh, it's a good, it's a good portfolio. For that. Keep that bright. That's perfect too. People love the picture. Pictures oh yeah. Yeah. No, there's, there's some really good pictures on there too. So. Nice. And it's good. So, I mean, the art, the, you know, the photography, the stuff that we're used to doing, we can actually apply to this as well. And, and um, so we're, we're looking forward to it. It'd be a, a good adventure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. On, to, on to the next adventure. Exactly. <laughs> we do have to touch on your uh, your uh, part in the new It film. Yes. That came out. That And is also, you had mentioned, is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and all that fairly soon? Yeah, fairly soon. Uh, in a couple of weeks, it'll be on digital, um, you know, for digital download, uh, iTunes and all that. Um, and then uh, early December, it'll be out. On, uh, nice. Yeah. Now, what was, uh, when you got the call, for that how, how did how did it all go essentially yeah it was interesting um 
when the trailer dropped, I reached out to Andy Muschietti, the director on Facebook, just to say, hey, dude, for what it's worth, blah, blah, blah. I'm excited for you. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, keep in mind, it's been four years. Um, actually, it's been longer than that. There were four different iterations that were supposed to happen. You know, Kerry Fukunaga. Um, there's been a lot of, of touch and go. I mean, they've been threatening to remake this for a decade. Right. And it's just never really worked out. So once that trailer dropped, I mean, it was real. I mean, it, this is really happening. Um, so I, I reached out to Andy on Facebook for whatever it was worth. He wasn't a you know, big deal yet. So I thought, you know, maybe he'd, uh, he'd at least see it and just offer mm-hmm. my congratulations. So um, he responded back. And he's like, Brandon, it's you. Um, you know, great to meet you. And we, we just kind of kept touch uh, throughout the rest of his you know, process. Mm-hmm. until the movie released and when it came out i sent him a message again after i saw it that evening and i said man you crushed this beyond my wildest expectations i mean it was nice beautifully, it was it was beautiful to me yeah um and then he said well hey you should do a cameo in chapter two really <laughs> and then i realized wait a minute this guy's not verified I'm getting trolled. Oh no. I totally thought I was getting trolled. So I reached over to Instagram where I knew he was verified and mm. I, I said, Hey, okay, this is potentially really embarrassing. Right. But um, <laughs> am I getting trolled over here on, um, on Facebook? Nothing. I was left on red for like an hour. Um, and then he said, no, 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 I'm the troll. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. you know, I, and I honestly, when you see someone's work that is, as amazing as his work is, I mean, mama, I mean, being this master of movement and, um, mm-hmm. you know, composite over CGI. I mean, it, it, it's, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. So if this guy told me he wanted me to wear a chicken suit, um, I would, <laughs> I totally would. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Um, right. but it's great. So, I mean, we forged a friendship over that and then it, it would be about a year after we had that conversation. Um, you know, we talked about how we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be Ricky Lee in a bar or is it, or are we going to have to come up with something else? And, and for right. the sake of time, they had to come up with a completely different introduction for Ben. Okay. Um, so yeah, they, they settled on the, um, the, the boardroom scene and a, and a kind of fake out the way it was originally written or the way it was shot was, was really more of a fake out. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to cut that also for time. I mean, I think okay. the first cut was almost four hours. So, wow. Yeah. But anyway, so I managed to survive. I'm still in there. Um, but it was just kind of a, another tip of the hat. I mean, he's very deliberate about his cameos. He's, he's mm-hmm. not, he's never going to do the thing like, uh, you know, like the new Ghostbusters movie did. <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. It, was it too has, much. you have to be very subtle, but uh, enough that people are going to get it when it comes to the cameos. Right. Cause if you're too over right. the, it's like, or if you're gonna go over the top, you gotta do it like Anchorman Two did with like the just way too many cameos. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, if you, you buy into it, but I mean, he's very yeah. deliberate, and I, I I appreciate that. I mean, you have Peter Bogdanovich, you have Stephen King, mm-hmm. you have Andy himself, and mm-hmm. if you look really hard, you've got Barbara Muschietti, and um, and then you got me, and I, I'm it's an amazing company to be in. I'm it's awesome. I couldn't be more honored. It's it's good to see them doing doing nods and actually like I think one of the biggest pet peeves as like uh, someone who watches films is when they replace a, an actor 
or and which yeah. I, I know that that'll happen with like either age or the person wasn't available or what there's so many things that could go wrong so when it actually yeah. works out it's so much more satisfying to see i agree i mean i didn't expect that stephen king cameo man. <laughs> that yeah. was amazing yeah right, that wasn't a cameo that was a, a legitimate role um i just took a bite of this bread and it's i was gonna say you're chowing down on some bread now <laughs> it's fun. i mean look at this look at that bread people wow Ooh. I yeah. want a slice right now, man. I know. <laughs> but you can't have it. It's mine. Dude, how dare you? That is rude. Man. That is rude. <laughs> mm. Oh, well, man. Well, yeah. You're just being extra insultive. So good. <laughs> so good. It's perfect advertising. Yeah, With the man. butter and all that. It's it's porn. It's you, have we, you constructed a name idea for for the, uh, the company or anything like porn. that yet? <laughs> porn. Porn. Go, porn, porn bread porn bread okay i don't know if that's exactly going to be appealing to people they're going to be wondering what exactly goes into that bread <laughs> or where it's cooked because i mean if you're cooking it in a, where i'm thinking you're cooking it baking <laughs> yeah. it rather uh, yeah. i don't know if i want any of that no 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 no, no. <laughs> we've already done the other buns in the oven there you go okay that's a, all right all right we're separate <laughs> no um you know kind of touching back to being out of the city yeah yeah <clears throat> And the nature of, of what it is. Um, we've actually settled on the name culture. <laughs> so we'll create our own culture. Um, but because uh -huh. of, the, because like of the, the fermentation process, you know, it's, we, we thought culture would be, uh, would be perfect. And it's all natural. And, um, and it, uh, it lends itself to other things too, like cheese or uh, oh, yeah. perfect. Wine. Know, beer, wine, anything fermented, beers. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, if you're smart, you're going to develop something that has legs. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think this is it. We'll start with the bread, and the bread may be it. But uh, but we'll keep the, the, the door open for other options, too. Nice. You have a whole cornucopia of fucking oh, yeah. products yeah. at that point. <laughs> and I hope, I hope cheese is the next logical step because I am a slut. Dude, you're, you're not kidding, man? dude. We're a whole gang of sluts for cheese in here. <laughs> I am a slut for cheese, dude. Um, dude. Yeah. What's your? What, are you a hard, hard guy, soft guy? Uh, I'm. An, uh, <laughs> That's not the first question I've ever heard with cheese, but okay. Yeah, I mean, interesting, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'd say, I'd say medium, medium. Oh. No, I like the hard cheeses too. Straight down um, the middle. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pan cheese. Um, connoisseur i mean we were just doing uh like we just had a, an interesting night i think i took a picture on my instagram um mm -hmm. and it was just kind of like a tapas night you know um but we had these great spanish cheeses and ice iberico um nice. manchegos mm -hmm. I, I i love those but you got nothing all-time favorite nothing makes me happier than a ridiculously sharp cheddar dude hell yeah okay. oh yeah yeah so, like, I'll even have gas station cheddar. <laughs> oh, I don't know. About yeah, that. I don't know if I'd risk it. No, 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 no. No, Cracker Barrel makes one right now that's extra sharp, and there's, like, individual pieces. And I will oh. get that because it is good. It is not, like... I thought next to the taquitos, there was, like, a pile of cubed cheese, and you're like, don't mind if I do. Yeah, don't mind if I do. <laughs> then my wife used to bully me about, about sushi because I love sushi. And bear in mind, I love good sushi, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I... It's not lost on me. Mm. Um, 
However, bachelor life. When I was a bachelor, for <laughs> yes. sure. I, and I had the hankering, but didn't you know necessarily want to drop sixty bucks. Yeah. And I, I, I go into Seven uh, Eleven and I grab. <laughs> oh. I grab myself one of those spicy California rolls. It's not really sushi, but you know, a potato crab with a little sriracha. It's fine. It works. You know, you put enough crap on it, it's fine. A little imagination, boom. The thing that yeah. gets me with old sushi or bad sushi is when the rice is hard. That's just oh. like, nope, can't. No, done with it. no. But there's a time and a place for that. I mean, if you're going to sit down and have the experience, you don't want that. You have. No. You expect it to be right. If you're, it's two o'clock in the morning and you're at Seven Eleven after <laughs> the last call, and you want sushi, that's uh, your only option. Yeah, <laughs> it really it, is. It is. You take what you can get. Mm. Yeah. The the advice that I heard with fish and sushi and all that it was in one of the Anthony Bourdain books. They were he was saying you know fish markets usually don't sell their fish after like. Thursday, essentially, like no one's going to buy the Friday fish. They're closed on the weekends. You're not getting fresh fish till Monday. So right. any fish between Thursday and Sunday is like a no go. <laughs> Where does that apply to? Because like the way fish market, like I guess on Monday, they don't catch during the week. They well, Monday they get the freshest shit, and then by Thursday it's all the leftovers that no one wanted, and yep. then by Saturday you got your nice uh, gas station sushi. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, or, or if you're lucky. I mean, yeah. I guess the the bright side or the silver lining on that one is if you if you can handle that stomach wise, you can probably handle anything. <laughs> spiciest wings, ripest oh, yeah. peas. No, yeah, I've <laughs> I've conditioned my stomach to be able to handle just about anything. Are you, are you a um, spicy food guy too, or I'm a very spicy food guy. Yeah, um, I love Thai food. Like I love, oh, yeah, I love like legit. Thai food. Um, I just found this great. Actually, we were um, we were in Bakersfield of all places. Okay, there's a, there a Thai restaurant. I forget the name. It was memorable. I just forget the name. <laughs> um, and it was the, like the spiciest tomka soup I've ever had. It was like, okay. uh, yeah, it's worth. It would be worth going back there. You know, there's the Michelin Guide. They have the Michelin stars. You know, the the star denotes that this is a. You know, the the degree of the star denotes. Um, the extent to which you should travel to go see, to, to enjoy oh. it. So if it's a three Michelin star, it means seriously drop your shit and go like <laughs> now at all cost. get in there and eat. Well, it is going to be all costs if it's a three yeah. Michelin star. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too. You know, one star is, Hey, it's worth a detour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the second means if you're in the city, you must eat, you know, that kind of thing. They all have meaning. So, I mean, if, if, if I had my own guidebook, mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I definitely give it a star. Seven <laughs> <Give it, laughs> Eleven sushi, at least one. No, that, that would never, that would never make it. Unless, oh, okay. I, had, okay. unless <laughs> I had an appendix for, um, you know, after when everything else is closed, you the, know? the after hours, it's yeah. like Pepsi, you know, when there's no Coke. Okay. <laughs> That's why there needs to be after hour stars. So you understand like after this time, this is all right. This is a one and a half, you know, right. give you an idea. <laughs> so when's the Southern California guidebook for, uh, for seven 11 sushi come? <laughs> yeah. Well, working on it. Working working on on it. I, I'm too. looking for, I'm looking for collaborators actually. Oh man. Uh, yeah. And an illustrator. Yeah. 
there's um it's kind of surprising that that convention of sushi packaging um there's one there's a company that is actually local mm. who have parlayed that business into a legitimate sushi stop um and and they're actually quite good really yeah the fish is good huh. tuna, the right color it's not you know beet red because it's full of dyes yeah um which one must be careful of um, hmm. you know they do their best to source things like toro and otoro and yeah, super. Yeah, fat, I've heard fat, about that fat, fat fish, which is really like good. swapping out like garbage fish, essentially, yeah. and calling it something else. Oh yeah, no, no, this this place is legit. It's good, and so whenever I see their stuff, I'll eat it, even if it's prepackaged, because I know they take care of it. I mean, hmm. I, I've kind of sussed them up. I've sussed them out. Yeah. Sushi and cheese connoisseur, among among many other things. Dude, I can. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> much a connoisseur of. I'm not a connoisseur. I, 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 I'm, I'm a consumer. I, if it's there and it's edible, I'll eat it. There cool. you go. Oh, you can eat this? Great. Nice. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that you've come up against that you're like, no, nah, I wouldn't, I would never try that. Not so far. Mm. No, not so far. Although, right. okay, look, my friend Jimmy, who um, was like the visual effects producer for It Chapter Two, um, he's been in Southeast Asia. Um, for a while now, I think since almost right after the premiere, so well over a month. Mm-hmm. And when he got to Bangkok, he ate a spider on a stick. <laughs> oh God! Right up. And he's like, honestly, I I can't recommend this. But since I just did this, um, here's scorpion. Ooh. I may pass, right? Yeah, I may pass. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if I do scorpion. But I'm I'm totally happy eating organs and, and things like that. That's all good because usually they're prepared in a very interesting way. True. And I'm always down with street food, but you know, I, I, <laughs> bugs. Yeah. I mean I'm 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 pretty happy just kind of staying at my level on the food chain. <laughs> right? I don't need to to eat like a grouse or uh <laughs> you know she, she I don't need to eat with a, I don't, with a songbird. <laughs> I don't need to eat the things that my my food eats. No, nope. I'm happy to, to let them be the intermediary. There you go. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good lesson to live by. <laughs> yeah, let them eat that, and I'll eat them. It's, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's nature. There you, you go. go. Secondhand vegetarian too. If you do that, you know, I mean, because a lot of the. <laughs> yeah, if you think of it, if you think of it, you should be getting your appropriate, you know, vegetable allotment. Yeah. Right. You're getting hey. they're getting the nutrients that you would be getting if you were eating the vegetables. Let them eat the vegetables, and I'll Dude. just drink your blood. They're yeah, doing I'm, the crazy. I'm no nutrition, but that a nutritionist, but that sounds correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. One of the, the happiest moments uh, was the hotel we were staying at this past weekend. They did have blood sausage. Ooh. Um, you know, black pudding. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. What's it like? Oh no, you can, because. You would think it it would be more like congealed, sort of gelatinous, you know, because it's mm. a lot. Um, but it's mixed in with oats and uh, and other things and, and other bits. I'd so imagine it, it's just more rich, kind of tasting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It doesn't, t- but it, you don't get the iron. You don't get the iron you would from like popping chicken hearts or um, <laughs> or something like that, or even a steak that's way too rare. Like, right? You don't get that. Or like if you cut yourself and you. Mm, it's all mm-hmm. iron. No, you don't get yep. that. It um, it, it's actually cool. it's lovely. It's good. There you go. Hmm. And now the English have even figured out how to deep fry that. 
So they're <laughs> well on their fried blood sausage. Yeah, they're well on their way dude. to um to the American diet. So oh, yeah, I'm, dude. I'm happy for them because over here, as you know, even our salads are fried. So <laughs> oh, so it's good to see these guys air fried. It's healthier. Jump on the train. <laughs> well, we've covered quite the number of topics in this interview today. Is there uh, anything that we missed or anything that you want to plug in terms of uh, com- conversations, things coming up more? You bread? Know, other, other than all of that, I live a pretty uninteresting life. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've covered all the good bits. Nice. Yeah. Well, as, as this uh, burgeoning bread business keeps oh, yeah. going on, we'll, we'll have to have you back on and talk more about it. Absolutely. In fact, <laughs> nothing would be more fun then sitting down, maybe even, uh, you know, have my wife along mm-hmm. and, uh, and we can just sit and chow down on all this bread. <laughs> you <Dude>. bastard. <laughs> right in front of us. Just, right in front yeah. of us. Yep. <laughs> and just, just kind of give your audience, um, we could do like an ASMR video, you know? Oh, there you go. You know, I've got some really good mics too. So we can just kind of chunk Get in. That crunch. And just go Dude. to the crunch and, and see, <laughs> see how long you're, um, see how long your audience can go before oh, dude, th- that transfers very well to audio only, especially oh, yeah. <laughs> and you listen into it deep up on the volume. And just, 100%. Oh. You, you can't tell me you haven't seen that lady just eating the pickles. Right? Oh God, dude. Oh, yeah. That's a right? tremendous. Well, I, I hate pickles just first off, so I can't it's do that. Double edged sword for him. <laughs> Watch the video and you'll like pickles. <laughs> I'm starting right. to get an idea of how your mind works here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting place. Yeah, man. Very interesting. Glad we got to vacation there for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's good. But you know, uh, now shove off, go home. We're done. No. <laughs> um no, thanks for having me, guys. I yeah, appreciate totally. it. Pleasure's totally. all ours, man. And uh how can people find you on Insta and, and Facebook and all that? Uh Instagram and Facebook, it's Brandon Crane TV. Uh, because some schmuck already took Brandon Crane. Uh, and I have to say I met one. I met a Brandon Crane. Uh, when I was at London Film and Comic Con, mm-hmm. nicest guy ever, and he's like, you know, I just you wanted to meet the Highlander. That shit. I, I wanted to meet the guy who ruined my, my Google. Oh like, no, oh, dude, don't be a narcissist. You know, <laughs> don't Google yourself, dude. That. <laughs> Delete that, dude. Get that off there. But he was, he was, he was cool. It was cool. I signed his wallet. You know, you know, I, I let him believe for a minute that he was the real Brandon Crane. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice of you, man. No, he, he was he was great. And um, in fact, I was a member of a group on Facebook for a little while. Um, that was like all Brandon Cranes. Really? Like they were all we were all united, you know. And then as soon as I joined, like it just shut down. Like I've never peed from it since. Damn. I, I, I just I I just want to hang out with other Brandon Cranes. They all went dark on you. Yeah. They're like, oh god. Not not the one. That's oh one. God, this guy. <laughs> they were planning. They were see. It's in my eyes. They were planning it like an an attack on you or something. If they're oh, yeah. like keeping okay. them out, they're like that's why that group of random cranes. They were like, we got to get rid of the one infiltrated. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, definitely, everyone, go follow him. See what he's up to. Make sure uh, you stay on top of this bread game he's got yeah. going on. <laughs> I did manage to get Brandon Crane on Twitter, so nice. I'm not. I'm not giving that one up, but everything else is Brandon Crane TV. So Tumblr, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, it's all there. Sweet. Nice. Nice. And then I've got uh, BrandonCrane.com. There's merch. Ooh, you go yeah, to it's a very nice website, by the way. 
Yeah, they've got some merch. Um, that's the that's what's left over from my my framework that I built. Okay. Uh, oh. So I'm still putting it to use years later. But um, there you go. yeah, so there's merch, there's there's tees, there's die cut stickers. Um, I discontinued the slouchy. This is my favorite. That was good. Cool. Yeah, slouchy. It's a very comfortable like bedtime shirt for the ladies. Oh, I think oh. I only, only, have, only ended up selling one. So I was like, yeah, it's not going <laughs> to work. But yeah, check it out. And um, obviously, we'll get you up there. And and um, and there's there's it's got a good place for some updates and things. Nice. Blah, 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 blah. Awesome. We'll definitely put a link to it up on our all of our stuff too. Sweet. And uh, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Till next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We're slacking America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking side.